everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Ben. We all have those moments when we're looking to get our wellness on. And sometimes we don't know how to go about it. We feel like every, you know, fad diet, exercise plan, nutrition plan isn't just for us. And my guest, Igor tells us just that. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back with Igor. So guys, like I was saying, I am here with Igor Klibanov. And, you know, one thing that I've noticed, guys, is that we've been kind of stuck on you know the c word the mp words but we're not talking about our health health and igor has a new way of dealing with that so would you please introduce yourself to my listeners sure thank you so much for having me uh, my name is igor i'm the author of eight books on exercise and nutrition uh including osteoporosis reversal secrets high blood pressure reversal secrets, type 2 diabetes reversal secrets. Additionally, I run a personal training company that helps people um, reverse chronic conditions like those three I just mentioned, as well as osteoarthritis. Um, and we serve people worldwide, US, Canada, UK, and other places. Okay, so question. What came first? Was it the personal training or health overall? Yeah, personal training was my first career. Um, straight out of high school, I became a personal trainer. I just loved the idea of it so much. Um, and I was using wait, what I was Wait, taught. wait, wait a minute. You love yeah. the idea of being a personal trainer straight out of high school? I was doing personal training concurrently with my uh, with my kinesiology degree. So while I was uh, working my degree, I was also personal training. So by the time I graduated, I already had four years of experience. Oh my gosh, I wish I had four years experience in anything leaving high school <laughs> except for being in school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, wow. But yeah, the training came first. I mean, I was using what I was taught in my certification and it was working okay, but it wasn't, it didn't teach me what to do with people who have, you know, hypothyroidism or going through menopause or have high blood pressure or blood sugar, et cetera. Other than the basics, just, just do this. But I'm thinking to myself, I want to know not just what's a good thing to do, but what's the best thing to do. So I really wanted to go out there and research. Unfortunately, there wasn't a single certification that existed. Um, it still doesn't um, at the time on how to work with people who have chronic conditions. But I wanted to get best possible results for my clients. Uh, not just good results, but the best results. Um, so I had to go out and do my own research, uh, look at the medical literature, and then I started to get good results with these conditions. Once I started to get good results with one client, I tried to apply the same principles to other clients with the same goals, other uh, same conditions. And once that started to work, I already had a team of trainers working for me. I taught that methodology to my trainers. They started using it with their clients. And once we had a few dozen uh, success stories and case studies under our belt, that's when I published a book. But you, okay, here is the thing that honestly drew me to you was you're working with a demographic that people either, you know, when they go to the doctor, the doctor just says, 
hey, you know, you need to lose some weight. They don't tell them how to lose weight. They don't tell them, you know, or they'll say you need to exercise. They don't tell them what exercise. They send them to a nutritionist and kind of everybody is left to themselves and hopes for the best. Or they're totally ignored and it's like, well, jog. Uh, Yeah, not everybody's into jogging. I will tell you firsthand, if you're asking me to run, it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, they can say you need to, um, you, you need to get fit to run, not run to get fit. Right, right. So you know, I I think I I find this very awesome. So, what was your first clue that this was definitely the demographic for you? Um, I kind of just fell into it. Uh, when I got my first personal training jobs, I was working at a community center and a country club where the majority of my clients were this demographic. That's the, these are the problems they had. Uh, they weren't interested in bench pressing 315 pounds. They weren't interested in having a 40 inch vertical jump, but they were interested in losing a few pounds, getting more toned, having more energy and sleeping better. Um, some of them were also interested in managing and reversing chronic conditions like diabetes or high blood pressure or osteoporosis. Um, so I really, really wanted to well help them. I don't have any allegiance to any specific methodology but I do have an allegiance to my clients. I want them to get the best possible results. And I, I see, I like that. In other words, there's no, because I think one of the things is we hear these, you know, these trainers or we see these box sets where people are like, oh my gosh, just go, 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 do a million burpees, you know, and you're, you've got this one program that you're doing. And for some people, it just doesn't work. And I like the fact that you're saying you're not, you are not, you know, going with one methodology. Your thought is your client's firsthand. Yeah, exactly. And I have a big problem with the approach of just go, 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 go. These are people, trainers, who confuse difficulty with effectiveness. Difficulty for the sake of difficulty doesn't make any sense to me. Difficulty for the sake of progress makes sense. I never chase difficulty directly. If difficulty happens as a side effect, that's okay. But as long as we're making progress, I'm happy. If my clients are making progress and it's not difficult, that's fine too. My goal is not difficulty. My goal is progress. So what, okay, here's the question. What is the difference between difficulty and progress? Because I think that is where some people really get confused. Yeah, and I get where the confusion is coming from because you think I'm working so hard, I must be making progress. But progress is measurable. Uh, difficulty is purely subjective. Progress, however, is measurable. It's measurable by whatever measurements you want to give it, whatever is relevant to you. In other words, if the goal is weight loss, then the measurement is weight or body fat is better. If the goal is you know strength, then you can easily measure strength by how much weight you're lifting in a different exercise. Um, and so you might be making good progress without difficulty, or making you might be making making good progress with difficulty. Um, in any case, difficulty is irrelevant. Um, as long as it's not injuring you, it's fine. Um, as long as you're making progress, uh, the goal is to not to have a specific program that everybody does, and it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. The goal is not to have a a, a person fit the program. The goal is to have the program fit the person. So it's really again not about any specific methodology. It's more about how does it work for that specific person or that specific client. So in other words, you would not give even if let's say you have 
two clients with the same condition, you're not giving them the same exact regimen. Correct. Um, even if they do have the same condition, like high blood pressure or diabetes, I would first ask a bunch of different questions that help me figure out um, what's the best exercise and or nutrition program to put them on. Uh, there's more than one way to achieve the same goal. Um, and that's perfectly fine. A lot of trainers who have an allegiance to a specific methodology, they think there is only one way to reach your goal is only low carb. That's the only way to, to do it. Or it's only keto or it's only CrossFit. That's not true. Keto can work, low carb can work, but also high high carb can can also work. Um, you know, um, and also you know, stay stay cardio can also work. There's more than one way to achieve your goal. And exercise and nutrition must not only accommodate to a person's physiology, but also must accommodate to their personality. Mm, when you say physiology, because I don't like throwing words out of the out there, what does that mean? Physiology is things like their hormonal profile, their biomechanics, um, chronic conditions, medications, and so on. Uh, these are the factors that I would look at if if somebody does want um, an exercise or nutrition program. Okay, okay. So how did we get from, you know, being a trainer straight out of high school? Yes, I'm still very jealous that you had four years under your belt and I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how did you get from being a trainer straight out of high school, going in and training, you know, people with these conditions to writing books? Well, I saw a lot of misinformation out there. Um, if I was to go on Instagram or YouTube, there is so much misinformation. Um, and also just a bunch of opinions, like unproven stuff. What I'm interested in is not opinions. I'm interested in what's true. So I stay away from Instagram, I stay away from YouTube, and I read the medical journals uh, to see what is proven to work, not as what is thought to work by some person, what is proven to work in more than one study. Um, and then I go and apply that with, with clients. So you're literally going and reading these medical journals to find out what's going on rather than, you know, the rest of the uh, world that's going to YouTube or Instagram getting their new uh, fitness guru <laughs> on social yeah. media. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I love accuracy and I love specificity. Um, and I hate guesswork. I don't want to have to, you know, go through years of guessing what's going to work with my clients. Somebody's already done the research uh, in, in most things. Somebody's already figured out how it works. Unfortunately, there's usually between a 15 and a 20 year lag between when something is available in the research and when something is actually applied with people outside of the research uh, research realm. Um, most uh, people, most trainers, most health enthusiasts don't actually read research. They'll read interpretations of research like the New York Times or the Washington Post or YouTube or Instagram. Um, but that's not the actual research. I want to know ASAP when the research is available so I can apply it ASAP. I don't want to wait 15, 20 years before it's common knowledge, and then I apply it. Um, I'll give you an example. In 1994, they did this. Uh, they did a study, quote unquote, proving the superiority of interval training over steady state cardio. Do you know what I hear in gyms today in 2022? What I hear is that intervals are better than steady state. Well, yes, they are uh, for some for some people, and we knew that 28 years ago. This is not new, and I don't want to be that guy who waits 15, 20 years for for research to be available and then say that's new. That's not new. That's 15 to 20 years old. Wow. Okay. See, yeah, because you're right. Like I'm literally just hearing about intervals and 
you know, high intensity and all of this. So, yeah. And you're saying this was around 28 years ago. Yeah. 1994 is when that study originally came out. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is really, and I think for a lot of people, this is groundbreaking because, you know, and part of it is, you know, when we start to take our health serious, when we start to take our body serious, sometimes a lot of it is new information to us because we're just getting into it. But, you know, you saying that, hey, this has been around for quite some time. It's decades, not just a few months ago. So it's like, whoa, okay. So here is the question that I really am going to ask. You know, we've had this, you know, moment, and, and I'm going, I'm putting it that way facetiously, where we had to stay inside. But we're right. also getting to a point of winter's coming and yeah. most people are inside. What are some of the things that people can do to not only monitor their conditions, but monitor their health overall? Like what's one thing that someone can do? Uh, to monitor their health, there's some very, very simple, low-tech, uh, quick tools you can use. Uh, with my clients, I personally just use a very uh, simple but lengthy questionnaire. Anybody can download it online for free. If you just Google nutritional assessment questionnaire, just fill out that form once every three to six months. See how your symptoms are doing in different sections. Um, that's a probably pretty easy, simple way to do it. There's also some other biometric devices that you can buy. You can buy a... Um, like blood pressure cups, you can buy a glucometer, which measures your blood sugar. Uh, there's a number of different devices you can buy that are relatively inexpensive that uh, they can give you a pretty good reading of how your health is doing. Now, okay, I know doctors suggest these things for when people have these conditions. Are these things that people should have regularly? Um, at least once a year, just just in, in general, is probably a good idea. Um, now, if you do have the condition, you probably want to be doing more frequently, like blood pressure uh, checks should be done once or twice a day, blood sugar checks, same thing, one to three times a day. Um, but if you don't have hypertension and you don't have diabetes, then you probably don't need to measure it that frequently. Okay. Okay. So, guys, you did hear him say it's good to do it every once in a while, but that means that you have to have these things in your house. And I will tell you, as the coupon queen, then there some of them are not that expensive. You can get a good one, Amazon, thirty-five bucks. Trust me. Yeah, exactly. So now, okay, let's talk about this new book you have coming out because you're dealing with osteoporosis, you're dealing with high blood pressure, diabetes. So let's talk about this new book. And you've got eight under your belt, so. <laughs> So what what's going on here? Uh, what the new book is called Osteoporosis Reversal Secrets. Uh, it was just published literally two days ago. Um, and what it's about is how to improve osteoporosis from the perspective of what's available to me as a personal trainer, which is exercise, nutrition, supplementation. It's busting a lot of myths around um, bone density, bone strength, bone mass, and so on. Um, I actually did make the, the first chapter of the book available for free to your to your, uh, to your uh, listeners. Um, the chapter is actually called 10 and a half osteoporosis myths that are harming your health. If people want a PDF version of that chapter, they can just visit www.osteoporosisreversal.com. 
so guys, okay, he doesn't realize he's speaking our secret language free. He just gave us like a whole chapter free. So That's right. if you want to know about this, if you are someone who is involved with someone with osteoporosis or you yourself have osteoporosis, this is definitely, or even if you're just curious, guys, the book is, the, the chapter is free. It doesn't hurt to read it, you know, mm -hmm. and you're talking about, you're not just talking about medications here. You're talking about supplements. You're talking about nutrition. You're talking about all of this. And this is something that we can all benefit from. So okay. I, I think this is really, really amazing because I think the crazy thing is, you know, we're taught, hey, you feel a certain way, go to your doctor, get this medicine, come home, take it, that's it. So you're talking about, hey, get out there, not only just change your diet, but I'm going to work with you to help you do what you need. And then we're going to supplement some stuff and figure out how we can do this, you know, so you can thrive. Yeah, exactly. And just to be clear, I'm not the anti-medication guy. I think medications have their time and place, but I'm not a doctor or a pharmacist. So I use the tools that are available to me within my school practice. Medications are our way, but they're not the only way. And I show three other ways in my book. Okay. He said three, not one, not two, but three. So, and guys, yes, exactly. And he's not anti-medication. So don't go to your doctor and say, oh yeah, I heard this Igor guy on Queen Pin's podcast and I'm throwing away my medication. That is not <laughs> what we're saying. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Okay. Now... What is one of the first things that you assess when someone comes to you? With osteoporosis specifically or in general? In general, in general, you know, because you're dealing with multiple conditions. Yeah, um, probably the biggest reason people see me for is just fat loss. So I will assess, um, depending on where they are, either body fat or circumferences. Like oh, how many inches do you have around your arms, chest, waist, hips, and so on. Okay, okay, okay. Now, if someone, let's say, because we have people that are looking for the weight loss, but they don't know how to get moving. Um, is there a specific assessment you do for them? Or is are, are you starting slowly? What are you, you know? Um, depends. Like, if, if they're coming to me, they probably have a good idea of, of what I would do um, with my within you know what, what I get with, with, with the tools that I have available to me which is a gym um, now there are other things that they can do that's not necessarily going to the gym uh, that will still benefit them in other words if somebody is coming to me as a client then we're probably going to be doing strength training uh, but if somebody's coming to me for advice in general like they're a reader or an audience member who I'm never going to see in the gym um, I'll recommend um, well I'll figure out what do they actually like to do what have they done in the past that they enjoyed? What or what what have they never tried but would like to try? Is uh, are they do they enjoy hiking? Would they like to try hiking? Do they want to go dancing? Do they want to go rock climbing? Um, so it starts with what's enjoyable to you because enjoyment trumps almost everything else. Um, you might be obsessing over what's the best exercise. The best exercise is usually the one that you'll do and you will look forward to doing so you can do for the rest of your life.
So, okay. Now, you're saying the best exercise is one that you enjoy. So there's no specific, there's not, hey, do a million push-ups, do that push-up challenge where you clap on TikTok. There's no, none of that. Okay. Now, By and large, I recommend people get uh, like unfollow most fitness people on Instagram and TikTok because um, no offense, most fitness people on Instagram and TikTok don't know what they're talking about, even though they they look good and they have a million followers. Ah, so that's really interesting because one of the crazy things, and I'm being really transparent here, guys, you know, I do this every once in a while. I um, had this kick where I went and I tried a few protein supplements or meal replacements and one of them actually I ended up having to just like give it to somebody I'm not going to say the brand because I don't want anyone going oh my gosh that brand is evil um (laughs) but it actually I realized that I wasn't having so much of a problem with my blood pressure before I drank this supplement but after a while, I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot. Like, it, it was just ridiculous. And I see what you mean by everything is not for everyone. And yeah. and it was like, the funny thing was, I had Googled. I'm one of those people. And I'll admittedly say, I Googled, like, what's the best supplement? What's the best this? What's And this came in, like, the top three. So I was like, okay, this is affordable. Let me try it. Let me see if people are going to like this. And it tasted delicious. But this thing was definitely not for me. And, and I see what you mean. It wasn't for you because it raised your blood pressure? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. So some, some foods, some supplements contain stuff that you're sensitive to, but maybe healthy otherwise. Um, and so, yeah, you have to honor your body saying... It might be healthy in general, but not healthy for me. Right. Because I was like, oh my gosh, why do I feel like this? And I was like, you know, I'm one of those people. I have a blood pressure cuff at home. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what the heck is this thing doing? So yeah, everything isn't for everyone. And I mean, I've even had a one time, I think I did a whey powder. And within two weeks of taking this whey powder, I had gained 10 pounds instead of losing the and this is with exercising. Like I was not losing the weight. I was actually gaining weight. So mm-hmm. I suggest guys, one, definitely checking out Igor because he knows what the heck he's talking about and take his assessment because sometimes we do things, we hear things and things are so popular. You know, we have all this, you know, TikTok made me buy it and all of this stuff. It's great. Probably for jewelry or something, but when it comes to health things, you should definitely go to the people that know. So yeah, do this for a living instead of uh, posting stuff for a living. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what are some of your other books? Uh, the most recent one is the Osporosis book, but before that was Type 2 Diabetes Reversal Secrets, before that was High Blood Pressure Reversal Secrets, before that was the Mental Health Prescription, and there were others. Right. And I even heard you deal with, I've spoken with some women, um, because honestly, I am one of those people that believe that women's health 
kind of gets left by the side in the sidelines by some doctors. And you deal with people with PCOS. Yeah, PCOS is a huge uh, is is present in a huge number of my clients. Yeah. So for those men who probably haven't closed their ears yet, you know, PCOS is huge for women. It it deals with not only uh, weight gain, but also reproductive system, menstrual systems. And for all those young women who are probably figuring, um, why the heck is my menstrual cycle so wonky? You may need to go to a gynecologist and get checked just to make sure that you are not suffering some early symptoms of this condition. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, um, very um, underdiagnosed and not very talked about condition, but, uh, but very important to resolve for long-term health. Wow. Thank you so much, Igor. So tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, well, I'm very, very bad with social media. So the only places I'm at is really just uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, but I'm very, very active on my email newsletter. So if anybody wants to get my newsletter and has lots more information just like this and more, um, you can actually get it by actually getting a, the, the free copy, uh, the free first chapter of my book uh, by visiting osteoporosisreversal.com. Guys, you heard it here first. His information will be in the show notes. So, of course, you won't miss a thing. Igor, it has been amazing having you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Queen. I love talking about this stuff. Guys, make sure you are getting that first chapter of the book. It is absolutely free. You know... We can all benefit from those gems that Igor was dropping. So check out his website. If you want to Zoom and remotely connect with him, definitely all of his information will be in the show notes. So of course you won't miss a thing. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.